You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Run down by Tajay Moore. Three is no good. And Gillespie secures, and that's going to do it. The Villanova Wildcats are headed to the Final Four. The Blue Devils are bound for the Big Easy. And Coach K's career, well, the final chapter will be written at the Final Four. Well, Bill, your fourth trip to a Final Four never gets old. How sweet is this one? Uh, This one's sweet. Uh, They're all sweet. Of course, knocked on the door many times and didn't didn't jump through it, uh, but this was extra speed. I can't wait for them to walk into that stadium and see how big <laughs> that place is. I can't wait for them to see the hotel with their pictures all over the place. I can't wait to have that practice on Saturday and have that feeling only four teams are practicing that day. And I can't wait till they run out of that tunnel and it's 80,000 watching them play. Like I know what they're gonna see and experience. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G and Aaron Hawkster with you on a Monday. A ton to get into. A lot of reactions to the Final Four being set. Villanova, Kansas, UNC Duke have punched their tickets to the Final Four. One future still out there. I think one, maybe more than that. We got we got to go through our futures round. See if anything's left over, anything is cast already. Uh, we got some guests coming up, and we will react to the Will Smith, Chris Rock situation last night at the Oscars. Aaron, good morning. How you doing today? Good, good. Yeah, had a couple that cashed Kansas, Villanova, Final Four. And then the question is, do I cash out on Kansas now and take a nice little, you know, increase or do I wait it out and let this thing ride? So that is the question. I'm tempted to just cash it out. Because I feel like I know how this story could end and I'll just be sad that I didn't cash out. Um, but I'm getting offered like three times the bet right now. So I have the same dilemma. You and I are going head to head because I have Villanova. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So Joe and I went head to head in the Elite Eight. He had Houston to win the whole thing. I had Villanova. I kept it in. I didn't even think Villanova was going to win. And then they won the game. Think- I mean, I placed the Kansas bet in November, so yeah, 13 one. to 1. What are your odds? I had 27 to 1 on Nova. Oh, good. To win the whole good. thing. So now. So you're getting offered a pretty penny right now. It's probably. pretty good. But I'm, see, I, I'm wondering do I take it or do I, do I wait? Because Nova's Nova and they can win this game, but they lost one of their best players, which is a big story in this week. Yes. They only play six guys. They lose one of them. So that, that'll, that'll I just be a- love how Nova slows games down. I trust Jay Wright. 
So that's why I'm like, man, I might just take my money and run and cash out on Kansas, even though they're the number one seed still left. There's something about it that I don't feel 100% with. They yeah, are the I mean, favorites. They're the second favorite to win the whole thing. Uh, plus 180. Yeah. Duke, Duke plus 160 right now. Nova plus 450. North Carolina 5-1. to one. All right, Aaron, let's react to the weekend that was and, and how we got here. Um, look, I, I thought the Villanova-Houston game was the most difficult one to kind of guess how it would happen. And I, I was wrong on Friday. I, I thought Houston was better. I thought they'd win. But, man, that game, nobody could score. It was about defense. It was about free throw shooting. We said it all year. Villanova's free throw shooting has been unbelievable. So they, didn't miss, they didn't miss a free throw shot. That, that really decided the game. Houston couldn't make a shot and Villanova didn't miss free throws. They're shooting, what, 74% from the line or something crazy like that, I think I saw. But, yeah, um, Villanova shot just 29%, Joe G, from the field, and Houston was just 33%. Not good. Um, but they were perfect from the free throw line, 15 to 15, so... Um, Houston only nine of 14, which is still not terrible, but, uh, yeah, they've got to get, keep getting to the line and slowing games down. I'm sure that's going to be part of the game plan again. Yes. And the other part, uh, for yesterday with, with the Duke things, we mentioned Duke there and the, um, the Saturday game with them and, and moving on through Arkansas, it never, I never felt Arkansas was going to win the game. That felt like a Duke game from the jump. Like, it's almost like once they got past Texas Tech, it's like I feel like Duke has this sense of confidence about them now that like they think they can win this thing now. I know. It's so funny you said that because someone DM'd me like, do you have any Duke futures? I was like, ew, no. I don't even care. And this whole storybook thing, and now it's so annoying because now they play North Carolina, the team that ruined Coach K's final home game. And so all the hype, it's just going to be so obnoxious. But that was a back and forth um, game in the beginning. And then it just felt like Duke started building momentum and they had that one. Um, they went on an early eight Oh run to win the game. Um, and they shot pretty well, uh, 54%, uh, compared to Arkansas, 41.9% from the field. Yeah. They, they just had it. It just, it's almost like they have this confidence and I wish I had futures on them now. It's funny. I know, but we had to stick to it. We've been trashing and talking crap about Duke all season long. Yeah. Now, it would have been a little weird if we did take a future. It would have been smart is what it would have been. It's funny, Aaron. (laughs) The ACC all year, we said they're not that good of a conference. It's down year. And they had three teams in the Elite Eight this weekend. And they have two in the Final Four. Like, they're going to put a team in the title game. Yeah. There's going to be an ACC team in the title game no matter what happens here. And, you know, about three weeks ago, that seems silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it was really like upsets early and chalk late, that whole cliche I've been hearing the whole tournament on how to bet because we saw some crazy upsets. We saw the Peacock's magical run come to an end. But here they are, some of the best teams still standing. Yeah. And and the theme this weekend – um, was unders unders 11 and oh one. my gosh almost every game and we were getting tweets like thank you thank you um the first half unders uh i think since thursday both uh first half and full game unders are like 14 and one it's incredible unbelievable and you're right we got that message was a friday about all the first half yeah. unders yes yeah 
So, um, but yeah, I didn't jump. I jumped on it like and, and lost like before Thursday. So I was like, I'm staying away from this trend, but I should have got back on that train. But now you look at these totals and I know we're going to preview and get to them, but they're low. They are low. Yeah, we have. Um, so for the game, uh, the first game with Villanova, Kansas, Saturday, 133. Uh, Duke UNC is pretty big. It's 151, but the, I think the 133. I mean, we're at this point in the tournament, we're talking about really well coached, Defense, high level teams. Lower yeah. Games. yeah, yeah, but also good shot makers. So it, it, it gives that that kind of give and take. I, I don't think these will be. My first read is 151 feels high for Duke North Carolina, but but maybe not. Maybe they'll go. That that's a big number, though. That's got to be one of the biggest ones we've seen. Yeah, the Villanova Kansas one is the one I was thinking of. One thirty three. Yeah. That I saw. I was like, Ugh, I don't know. If yeah, I'll that's one. right. That's more in line. Um, and the favorites here went what three and one against the spread in the Elite Eight. So underdogs mm-hmm. still lead against the spread. Uh, fifty five, almost fifty six percent so far, and under. So so far, the best bets of this tournament are the dogs and the under. Mm-hmm. Take the dog, take the under, and and you're doing well. I mean, both of those are hitting at a 55% clip. So, so far, that's that's kind of been the theme of the tournament. Yeah, it's crazy. The over went 25 and 23 in the first two rounds, and then 11 and 1 since Thursday. I think I said 14 and 1. Sorry about that. I wanted to correct myself. But 11 and 1 since Thursday. First half unders as well. You guys want to hear something that's going to make you a little bit sick? All right, let's hear it. Not really. March, March 16th, the day before the tournament, North Carolina, 160 to 1 to win the national title, according to this site. That's according to sportsbettingdime.com. Now, that was cut in half on the 17th to 85 to 1. Uh, and obviously, you know, after that first weekend, it looks like they came down to like they 22 to 1 coming into this past weekend. Ooh, baby. It reminds me, we just picked the wrong one. We were on Memphis, an eight seed, to get yeah. to the Final Four or to win the whole thing. I think Joe we weren't on Duke thing. or North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Two, we're still standing. Let's go. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that only one one seed is here is, is interesting, right? Because all year long we spend talking about these one seeds, who's most vulnerable, who's not. But, man – it's just Kansas, and and I, I mean, Kansas- is anyone jumping on Gonzaga futures next year? Because I probably won't. No, no, thank you. All the hype, and oh my goodness, is God. Kansas still underrated? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, I know they're, they're four and a half point favorites in this game, so maybe this game they're not. 
I still feel like they're the one not being talked about. They're the only I one seed left. I think they're getting disrespected because of the region, and people feel like they have the easiest path, and maybe that's why they're being underrated a little bit. Right. I think you saw their best and the worst of Kansas yesterday against Miami. Um, they, you know, obviously very much behind going into the half, and then they just came out and steamrolled Miami. If that Kansas team shows up against Villanova, look, Nova can get hot, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Kansas's three-point defense is pretty good. Uh, short rotation, like you mentioned, Joe G, and I just don't know. I think that depth gets to them, and Kansas has just a, a different, a bunch of different ways they can get you, especially inside now. Um, so I, I like the matchup for Kansas, but Kansas at their best is, you know, tough to beat. And they're coming out of arguably what was the best conference during the regular season, at least in the Big 12. So I've got a Kansas future. Uh, I will not be hedging out of it. I'm not like I'm a little nervous, um, probably about this, like maybe slightly more nervous than I was about Miami. I was pretty confident about that, but not going into the half. But I like. I like where Kansas is at. I think you're right. Like they're just kind of taking care of business throughout the entire month and the entire season, really. And just kind of like, all right, ho hum, you know. They're, and, right. and they did, they did walk to the Final Four. But again, if someone holding the ticket, I don't care. They got there. Same. Let's finish it. Yeah, you're in. Let's go. Yeah, I just I look at it like they're not the favorite right now. I understand that that Duke's going to play an eight seed. And Kansas is going to play a you know Villanova team, but right now Kansas, despite being the only one seed left, is not the favorite to win. It almost feels like they're still being disrespected a little bit. Like I won't be surprised if next Monday night Kansas just wins this thing. Well, and as someone who has a future, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I mean, I don't want to be with a team that was like Gonzaga, who everyone thought was overwhelmingly better than the field and going to win the whole thing. It's like, that's just so much pressure. Like, I'd rather not be the favorite if I have a future on this team. I'm with you. I'd rather be the, you know, hard hat lunch pail team that just shows up, takes care of business. No one talks about them. Like, Leave our name out of the headlines. We're just going to keep doing our thing. Give us this nice, easy draw. (laughs) You know, that's fine. Um, I will say, so one thing that I was able to kind of hedge out of. Uh, so I had an Arkansas Final Four future and a Miami Final Four future. So going into both those games, um, you know, obviously both significant underdogs, but there was a way to do it so that I could guarantee myself a payday. So you could Ooh. do an Aaron, you'll appreciate this, a Duke-Kansas Moneyline Parlay for basically, and that was at plus 116. So did that for a portion of what I would have won from, you know, them total or individually. So it was basically covered either way. So if Arkansas wins, that bet was covered and I win that. And maybe Miami wins too and then win twice. Or if they both lose like they did, that money line parlay pays out. That's smart. I didn't didn't think about that until... What was it Saturday? I think Saturday. I kind of figured it all out. Obviously, that I way you're guaranteed for- to make some money either way. Is there something we should be looking for now with our Kansas futures? I was so thinking I, about it. Should I hedge? So I tailed our guy Sam Panianovic, and he got a better number. I waited on it until I, the money line parlay came through. But I do have a piece on Duke at two to one. So I'm hoping for a Duke Kansas uh, final. I'm a little nervous about, obviously, if it's, and I'll look at it a little bit closer over the next couple of days. I don't think there's necessarily a way to do the same thing with Nova and Carolina, because then you're just, you know, 
all kind of discombobulated and intertwined yeah. and it's all connected. So and you I can lose be, everything. You don't want to right, do that. Right. So I think I'll, I'll ride with what I got right now, but I'll definitely be looking at that the next couple of days. Yeah, I've, I thought about, I mean, now with the injury to Villanova to Moore, I thought about just taking the buyout. I'm, maybe, is there a way for me to hedge out? Do I have to just take Kansas? So the problem the is that they're the favorite. Yeah. Right. So that's the tough part. Uh, now you can play it live. Like Nova comes out early and shoots right. the lights out a little bit and then take Kansas live and, you know, win either way. But I think that's kind of your only option right now. Yeah. I might just let it ride. I might just let the whole thing ride. I mean, look, now I think it's a, it's a problem that they're going to be missing their guy, but I do think there's a chance Villanova could just win the game. I mean, they've done this all year. This, yeah. They could shoot well and win. Now, I think it's going to be hard for them to win two games next weekend without yeah. without more. But maybe they can get one. But they're four-and-a-half-point underdogs and North Carolina also. Four, so we get a pair of four-and-a-half-point. I wonder the last time we had the same line in both final four games. That feels bizarre. And I feel like if it's any other eight seed, this is a six-and-a-half-seven. Of course. Know, Duke. Yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a great point. I don't, I don't know if it's – been that similar recently yeah i mean if, you know like if we get ones or two seeds you could get those kind of similar lines but considering it's it's one verse two two verse eight it feels it feels kind of odd all right listen we got a lot to get to today including a full breakdown in about what 25 minutes of the will smith chris rock situation last night i th- there's there's not that many things that everyone is oh, is talking about at the same time that was it last night as everyone as everyone said, Twitter was made for moments like that. Yes, it was. On the other side, Vaughn Dalezell will join us. NBC Sports Edge on College Hoops and the NBA. He'll join us next right here on the Beck UL Network.